Yeah. Hi, Timory. Nice to be with you again. I went to work at Christ Hospital thinking that by its very name, it wouldn't be involved in abortion whatsoever. But it came in to report one night as my in my capacity as a labor and delivery nurse and, and received two terrible blows. One was finding out that we were aborting a second trimester baby with Down syndrome. And the second was finding out that the method of abortion that the hospital used sometimes resulted in babies being aborted alive. And if they were aborted alive, they were allowed to die without any medical attention whatsoever. Wow. So you're telling me that the method used to abort these children actually allowed it where the baby often lived. What method was Christ Hospital, Christian Hospital, using to commit these abortions? It's called induced labor abortion or mid-trimester labor induction, which makes it sound really not bad, but it is. Um, to commit this method of abortion, the abortionist inserts a medication into the mom's birth canal to stimulate the cervix to open early. And the intention of these doctors is to deliver a baby who will die during the birth process or soon afterward. And this medication um, causes a cervix to open. And when it does, the small but fully formed baby, in essence, just falls out of the uterus. And that's how it comes to be that sometimes they're aborted alive. And I'll add that in abort, certain abortionists will kill the baby before they induce labor by injecting the baby's heart, visualizing on ultrasound the baby's heart, um, and putting into the baby's heart either digoxin, which is a heart medicine that causes instant cardiac arrest, or potassium chloride, um, which also causes instant cardiac arrest. But my experience in hospitals was that um, doctors in hospitals don't usually kill the babies beforehand, but just expect them to die. Oh, my goodness. Now, what happens when those babies are born alive? What does the hospital do? When um, I was there, they would relegate, they offered these uh, parents to hold their babies and most times parents didn't want anything to do with the babies and if the nurse didn't have time to hold them either which was often the case the babies were relegated to die in our hospital our department soiled utility room which was where we would place dirty linens and dirty instruments there was a urinal in there to dump waste and um clean but unpleasant, an unpleasant place to place a baby to die. Now, how long were you there at the labor and delivery department uh, working in this hospital before you were first exposed to the fact that abortions were being performed in that very same hospital in the same wing where babies were being delivered? I worked in the labor and delivery department, Timory, for a year without even knowing that this was going on all around me. Nobody ever said anything um, during my interview process, of course, or I wouldn't have come to the hospital. And I should have asked, but like, I don't know who would just think to ask. At that time, I didn't know there was such a thing as pro-abortion church denominations. And there are, I now know. 
and Christ Hospital is affiliated with the United Church of Christ and the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America that are, are both pro-abortion denominations. And yeah, it was, it was a real blow to learn that, man. Now, were you able to make conscionable objections and not be involved in the abortion process? Or what was your experience in working with the staff and navigating that? No, I, I was not. They said that I would have to help in the event of an emergency. And that almost happened one night. I would have said no. But uh, one night, uh, mom delivered one twin, and they were just going to go ahead and abort the other twin you know, early, the, you know, premature. And I was up next for a patient, but my um, charge nurse deflected, and she gave the patient to someone else. So it was not ever anything that amounted to a stare down, you know, that... Okay, I'm not doing it. What are you going to do? That never happened. Praise God that that didn't happen to you. But so you're saying that this woman went into, it sounds like early labor, one child was delivered and kept, and then the other they chose to abort. Is that the case? Right. You know, and, uh, you know, you shouldn't do it ever. But, like, you know, who knew if if somehow she could hold on to this baby? You know, there were just a lot of unanswered questions, and I would have never participated in the first place. But, yes, that's right where they jumped. Let's just, okay, let's take, you know, care of this one, too. Man, this is so heartbreaking to hear. This is the reality of the day-to-day and what happens when you have legal abortion where women are even encouraged or offered that option, Jill, that here you are, you went into early labor for a wanted baby, and now we're going to suggest that you kill your other baby because, like you said, who knows what will happen. Right, and um, my experience was that my thought is that doctors jump to this uh we were in a high risk christ hospital was a high risk hospital and um i i think they jumped to it because they didn't want to incur lawsuits you know the labor and delivery department is the second or first highest sued department in a hospital along with the er i think they were just trying to preclude problems um insurance companies i don't think mind you know uh, not having to pay for long-term care of a, a sick baby. The social work uh, mentality is often pro-abortion, and, and it's it's the culture of death. I, I know we use that, you know, phrase a lot, but that, that's, that's what it is. These women are surrounded by a culture of death that, you know, wants them to kill their babies. This is really speaking to the importance of why we need pro-life laws in various states, because when we don't have pro-life laws, this is what women are offered. They're offered terrible care that's not care, that's not medical care, that breaks these women's souls and is life-ending for that child. And 